It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I am your host, Jordan Williams, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, everybody? What's up, Jordan? Uh, man, what's up? It's a it's a crazy day. It's uh, the the... The playoffs got unveiled. Some coaching moves are still happening. Finally, starting to get all the bowl games. Uh, so it's a crazy, crazy day. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. And uh, you know, everyone knows this, but it's the Big Ten podcast. But today, and a little bit of the off season, we're we're going to get to spend some time talking about some non Big Ten things. Um, we're never going to lose the structure of the podcast, but when there's major things happening in the sport, like we can't just ignore them, especially when we don't have to go through like seven games in an hour and a half. We got a little bit more time. So this show is going to be interesting. Um, I'm guessing if you all are sitting around listening to a big, a big 10 podcast, you also enjoy just a little bit about college football as a whole. And you are like me and Dante. You're looking at the coaching carousel and, and all of this stuff going on, and you have no idea what the hell is going on in college football. Man. Um, and no. so, yeah. Yeah, we, we are going to try to talk about it. We are going to try to talk about it. Um, yeah, so I don't even know where we're going to... Oh, 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 oh. Before we get started. Before we get started. Sorry, I lost my track. I'm trying to get my... Uh, 
what are they called? What are they called when you like warn people before you get started? My not trigger warnings. I guess I'll just say warnings. That's not the word I'm looking for, but disclaimers. I'm trying to get ah, my disclaimers okay. out the way before okay. we start. Uh, if you're an Ohio State fan listening to this podcast, I apologize. It is going to be very Michigan heavy. Um, you know, when I when I signed up to to do a Big Ten podcast, Why I think we'd be talking well, about Michigan well, so we, much. Wait, that um, doesn't make any sense. Why are we only apologizing to Ohio State fans? Like, we don't have Purdue, Minnesota. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Michigan okay. State themselves. Like, so I'm apologizing to Ohio State fans because this is on an Ohio State website. So okay. it's largely Ohio State fans. Okay. The other teams are important, but they're not Michigan's primary rival. If we do have Michigan State fans on this podcast, though, I apologize to you as well, because I know you don't want to hear about Michigan. Everyone else, it's just not, you know, like, it's not their primary rival. I don't know if they hate it as much, but, like, it's an Ohio State fan site. Like, Ohio State fans are listening to this, and they have to hear us talk about Michigan for a very I mean, long time. Should have won, the, won that game there. That has nothing to do with the fans. I mean, yeah, but if you, if you didn't want to hear so, Michigan talk. So, <laughs> if the fans didn't want to hear Michigan talk, they should have won the game. No, I'm just the saying their, their te- <laughs> the team they root for should have won the game, so we be talking about Ohio State instead of They should have. They yeah. should have. I just, you know, I'm just apologizing to them. They come here for good news to hopefully brighten their Monday. And they, they like, already know us talking about Monday, well, uh, Michigan. A few, a few of the people I know who are Ohio State fans said that uh, – College football ended against Michigan State anyway. So. <laughs> it's just the season's over. Season, there was no Big Ten championship game. There's no playoffs, apparently. It just ended there. <laughs> okay. That is um, that is an opinion. That is... <laughs> it's not an opinion. It's just, a, it's just an inaccurate <laughs> thought process. It's just that wrong. Is, it's... <laughs> that is that is an opinion, uh, you know. I, I don't really got much to say about that one. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, our friend Brandon's been saying that for two weeks now. I, I figured I, I, I figured that's one of the people you were talking about. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Let's let's get started. We're gonna get started with Michigan's utter domination of Iowa. Um. Ooh. I don't remember what we said about this game. I really wish that I remembered I what I say on these podcasts, but I just talk. I'm I'm pretty sure we both said Michigan was going to win. Um, yeah. I'm fairly positive we said it had a chance to get ugly. I hope we said that. If not, we I think I know. think we both. Yeah, I think we both had that that the hindsight of saying it would get ugly because again, Iowa's offense is just just not good yeah. enough. But nobody predicted this. Like uh, I wasn't surprised. I don't know what right, I don't know what I said what the score was. Surprised and predicted are different. Is what I mean. Side note, this is just random for next year. We I like I don't necessarily I don't necessarily want to create an I seventy podcast Twitter because I really don't want to run it. But we need to make sure on like the few games where we do give score predictions, we need to make sure we tweet them so we mm. can remember them. Yeah, that's true. Because I and like, yeah, or at least we could probably type it into like a, a Excel spreadsheet. That too, but like tweeting means people can yell at us when we're wrong. Because that's always oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. 
So we at least we definitely need to type it, but we also should probably tweet it as well. Like I said, I I I believe that our our listeners would follow the account and everything. But I already have two twitters, two twitters, and I've I run a business, multiple. I've run like multiple twitters before. It's just not that fun. So I'm probably not going to create an i seventy account. But we will do better next season with like tweeting out scores and stuff, so that when we record, we're like, well, I don't remember what we said, but I think no. we said we'll have a little bit, you know, better of a yeah. thing. I think but, I think we all I think we both at least for that for the uh, the championship game. I think we had Iowa scoring double digits like ten to seventeen, and. Off apparently because I didn't even watch yeah. the, the end of the game because I had to uh drive, but I didn't know they didn't put up nothing else after that field goal. Yeah, and that happened in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't they were anything. they were they were they were doing pretty good on defense to keep uh Michigan from driving. What did I think the first half was 21 21 three or no, they scored that. I think the first half was 14-3, and they, then Michigan just started going on that run. It may have been 21-3. If it was, it, it happened in, like, right before halftime. Yeah. It was it was 14-3 for a while. It yeah, was like Michigan, time, got, yeah, Michigan got those two early points, and then it was just like, okay. Just a stall. That's, for each that's, that's, what, we, that's what we have. So. That's, I thought the game was going to um, end 14-3 because I was like, there's no way Iowa's putting up. Enough. Like, oh no! Yeah, Iowa, you were right. It was fourteen three and a half, and then they scored half, the rest. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I just like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start by crediting Michigan because I think I always start with the negative, and I was getting ready to yell for twenty minutes about why <laughs> Iowa needs to fire everybody. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch what I have to do. I'm gonna give the credit first before I start yelling because yeah. I was so disappointed. Um, but Michigan, first of all, Josh. Iowa's Harris, offense. Iowa's offense is disappointing. No, no, we're not starting negative. We're starting. With oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you're, 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 you're right. Starting you're right, positive right. with Michigan. Uh, first thing I have to say, Josh Gaddis in mm-hmm. his Telfar. He's in his duffel bag. Uh, yeah. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Because I genuinely believe uh, I sound like <laughs> I sound like RG three. Mm-hmm. That's something he would say. <laughs> Like, hey, now go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. <laughs> Can like, you uh, <laughs> turn that shit off? Right. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, speaking of RG three, they 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 made this. They made people, not us, because I had it on mute. They put him on the ACC championship game. Ugh. At least no one's watching that. Because what is it, Those, Clemson versus who? It was Pitt. It was not Clemson. It was Pitt versus ah! Wake Forest. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Which is but still like, uh, Wake Forest. Like, um, but yeah, I I, I saw that. I said, th- but here's the thing. You say nobody's watching that. I wanted to put that on my big screen TV because they have they both have really good offenses, and right. the over under for that was like seventy points. And in the first, they had. 
It was like 24-20. It was like 24-21 at halftime. Like, they were scoring like crazy. And not I was like – And a single defensive yeah. play was made. <laughs> yeah, and after, until the second half, and after like 10 straight minutes of Michigan-Iowa being 14-3, I was like, oh, I'll just switch. And then I remembered RG3 was on. I said, ah, I would just <laughs> watch – I just watched – I'll just watch this I, game end up 14 I almost I rather <laughs> I almost rather hear T, watch Tim Tebow be on first take than oh. to listen to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know about Tim Tebow, but I would rather listen to Will Kane's political commentary. <laughs> I'm so glad they haven't asked him back. It's been like a year and a half. He ain't been back to ESPN. He's so terrible. Yeah, He's so he, terrible. He's he been in his Republican bag like crazy. He's been on Fox well, yeah. 8 a lot. And like, oh, oh. It's but that's – but he was a political commentator before they gave him the job. I don't know how he got the ESPN job. Talking about sports. Like, bro, we already know what you're really good at. And, we and don't it's want not you. liking black people. <laughs> <laughs> so a lawyer too? Oh man. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, back to actual football. Um, Josh Gaddis and his bag. I do not I I genuinely just don't understand how he doesn't get a head coaching job. Like, mm-hmm. so do you okay. So I like to ask before I tell you things, and maybe I should say I need to just say it anyway because not all of our listeners know this. But I just learned this, so I wanted to know if you knew it. Do you know who Josh Gaddis is, or like why his name is big? He was on. He's their defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator. He's Michigan's offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator. Uh, then no, I don't. I don't know why his name is big. I know why okay. the the defensive coordinator had was um was favored and they like him and why they talk about him because he was on his brother's staff. Yeah. yeah. So Josh Gaddis was one of the biggest names in sports two or three years ago because he was Alabama's co-offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And and Michigan, like, low-key went into a slight bidding war for him. And every it was one of those things, like, he's too young because he's, like, 35 right now. Yeah. So that means he was, like, 31, even, 32 he, co-offensive he coordinator. Got a, he got a baby face Still on that sideline. Yeah, right. So, like, you know, he was 31, Michigan's co- – he was 31, Alabama's co-offensive coordinator, which is a crazy career rise. But it, it was it was probably one of those things like, okay, he's a little too young to be a head coach, but, like, everyone is like, as soon as he gets to an acceptable My age, which seems to be like – at 32, I think. So. Yeah, but people don't like to do that. Okay. I mean, we probably so should like, start. I mean – I, I I agree with you. I'm just saying people don't like to do that. So I think it was one of those things where it's like he was a little bit too young for people to pull the trigger. So mm-hmm. Michigan won like a low-key bidding war for him to be the OC. His name kind of like slid a little bit because Michigan's offenses weren't great. But mm-hmm. after this season, and he was a co and he still has that Alabama name on him, beating Ohio State, getting to the playoff, number two team in the country. I don't see how he doesn't get a head coaching job. He's 35 or 36 now, which is a more quote unquote acceptable age. I, I personally I think he's gonna be the head coach at head coach at Duke because he's from North Carolina. Um, but I just don't see how he doesn't get a head coaching job. He's earned it. He Michigan, these at, Maybe not the entire season. They they were wishy washy on some, but these last two weeks, their offensive game plan has been perfect. Phenomenal, phenomenal. 
I even like uh, what was it? Their second touchdown. I I, I went on Twitter and was cracking up because I was like, they did it. They're they're doing trick plays. In the first quarter, like, I was, <laughs> and not only are they doing them, they're doing them at the perfect time. Yep. Nobody expected it. Yeah. 75 yard touchdown. That, all year, I literally, all year round, no one saw a trick play from them, and they like second drive. Here we go. <laughs> and I literally tweeted it. I said Michigan has the three best quarterbacks on this field. I said Cade McNamara, J.K. J.J. McCarthy, Donovan Edwards, and then Spencer Peters. <laughs> Why is their running back a better quarterback than the Iowa quarterback? <laughs> like, he threw a perfect ball, me. bro. That was in stride. in stride, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> he's a quarterback. Like, he could be Iowa's quarterback right now. Just give him the Cam Newton game plan. Let him run right. the ball, throw right. a couple. I mean, perfect spiral. Like, in stride, dude didn't have to stop or nothing. It was good just, form. It, 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 the ball didn't take forever to get out of his hand. He just boom. Like no, it. Just, it's like for a second a there, hit. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, he did. He got hit in the head too. Yeah. He Which, I mean, I get it. Granted, he's used to taking hits because he's a running back. But that's a different kind of hit because he couldn't lower his shoulder, brace for it, or nothing. No, he was just he wide just threw open. The ball. He threw and it just... and then did this. To, he, he took it like a quarterback. Yeah. It was smart. He he, he, he must have played quarterback in high school or something. Listen, I don't know what he did, but he's better. He's a better quarterback than Spencer Peters, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Josh Gaddis, I think uh, – I think he definitely gets a head coaching job. Um, Hassan has talking about next next season. No, like this off season. This that's what I'm saying. He'll be head, oh I, oh oh yeah. Sorry, yes, next season. Like we'll I see, think I, he next, might not want to. Depending, depending on the bag, I guess. Depending on the bag, that's. I think he's a head on. coaching guy. I think he wants to be a head coach. Okay. Um, I, I think he's one of those guys. He does what the saving assistants do all the time. He accepts the job and coaches through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Ooh, yeah. We'll have to see. Because uh, he, at least from the second half onward, you know what? No, the whole game. It was a it was a great, greatly coached game throughout. You it know? was. They stalled, it was just in the- they stalled out at – Throughout the second quarter, it, and it was because Iowa good. played well. Like I yeah, had some decent defense. Had, had a turnover too. Um, yeah. they, 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 Iowa's defense did what I expected Iowa's defense to do for the most part. I just figured. Yeah. I, I just knew for at some point it, they would get exhausted because their offense can't do anything. Right. And the one thing that Iowa did really well is they stopped the run early. Early. Um, Hassan Haskins. Because well, that first drive. Okay, but like what I mean early is we already talked about it was 14-10 for like 20 minutes almost. Yeah. Like in that time frame, in that first half, after the first two touchdowns, they did a pretty good job of stopping the run. That's why Michigan didn't score again until after halftime. Yeah. And then they just stopped. But I mean, Hassan Haskins. Like they they relatively stopped the run. Hassan Haskins seventeen carries for fifty six yards. He averaged three point three yards per carry. Um, the backup running any back. Any other quarter, any other running back, that's a good day. Three point three yards? No, it's not for any other running back. He's a big name running back now. He can, you know that's not a good that's not a good na- that's not a good day for a starting running back in college football. Three point three yards. A good a good is for four. Arkansas. 
No, it's first not. Down. It's not good. That's not good for anybody. Three point three yards isn't a first down in three carries. Four yards. If it's a good a good yard for carry starts at four yards. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. But. He still had two touchdowns, so he was still yeah. effective when it mattered. Their yeah. other running back, Blake Corum, he was five for seventy-four, but most of that came on a sixty-seven-yard touchdown. Yeah. So he like they for the most part they stopped the run. Um, yeah. They gave up a couple of they gave up a couple of big plays on kind of like trick play kind of things. Like there's a running AJ Henning, the wide receiver, had one carry for twenty-nine yards. Mm-hmm. Um, Cade McNamara had that fifteen-yard carry. Uh, on the draw, which was a great freaking play. Cade yeah. McNamara hasn't freaking he hasn't run all year. And on <laughs> third and third on third and thirteen, they do a quarterback draw in his bag. Man, the coaching. That, that's just beautiful like, coaching, man. We literally talked about it. Cade McNamara going into the going into the Ohio State game, he had twelve rushing yards in eleven games. <laughs> not that's, not that's a yard not, a game. You literally, and on third and thirteen, they do a quarterback draw to Cade Mack. He got, Come he on. got, he got more. He got more in that one play than he had all year. Yeah, he got fifteen yards. <laughs> like, yeah, that that's nuts. So, but for the most part, they played run de- good run defense. They just got gassed a couple of times on like because mm-hmm. Michigan loves those end arounds and that kind of stuff. But still, it didn't matter. Like Michigan did what they needed to do. Their defense played well. Um, the the thing that was interesting is like Michigan won this game on big plays, which is what Iowa typically doesn't give up. Like Michigan didn't do what they did against Ohio State, where they just ran the ball down their throat, down methodical the drive. But that shows a flexibility that honestly you didn't know that they had. No. Like they had a, a touchdown pass of seventy yards, seventy five yards, a touchdown run of sixty seven yards. That's two of their touchdowns, right? Um Multiple big plays. It's just like, yeah, they they played a really good game. Didn't they have a pick six, or did I make that up? They did have a pick six. They did have a pick six. I, I if no, they, not, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. What they game had a was pick, that? But it, I don't know. They had <laughs> they had a pick, but it wasn't a pick six. I just looked it up. ESPN doesn't have them having a pick six. Um, what game? Was, that might have been. The, I guess that was the Alabama game. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was because yeah, 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 they yeah, had yeah. they had six total touchdowns. Four of them were rushing. So yeah, yeah. good lord. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they yeah, do that I almost mean, every. Game. They've done that three. I think three straight games, right? Four rushing something, touchdowns. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hassan Haskins broke Michigan's record for touchdowns in a season at twenty. Yeah. Uh, great what's season the, for him. What's the name added to his uh, uh single sack season? Um, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, he added to that today. Yesterday. I, I hate that. I hate that this is Michigan. Because if it wasn't Michigan, that would be such a touching story for me. Like, I mean, because it's <laughs> genuine, genuinely, but like, seriously, genuinely, it's cool, bro. Like, your dad goes to a school. He's top yep. three in sacks. He has 11 sacks uh, in a season, which is top three uh, in sacks at the school. The son comes in. And, like, you know, they have that little friendly rivalry. Like, one of the things that they said during the game is that the dad in one of the interviews was like, I, uh, he has more potential, but I was the better player. Um, different stuff like that. And then in your senior year, you break your dad, your dad's sack record, you break the school sack record, yep. and you lead your team 
to a win against your rival, a Big Ten championship, and the playoffs. A chance at the playoffs, yeah. If that was any team in the country that wasn't Michigan, I'd be like, oh, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a great story. You just a no, hater. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I am. Hater. It doesn't really okay. Especially because it's Michigan makes it even a great story. Because no. Because, like, yeah, like, like, you, you beat Ohio State, someone who's been beating your behind. It would be better if it was Nebraska. <laughs> Where's where, where's the Nebraska story at? Oh my God! Maybe next year. You never know. <laughs> no, shut up. Yeah, no. <laughs> Get out of here. I I won't I won't let it go. Every every time I see one of these coaching hirings, I'm like, Nebraska still has Scott Frost. <laughs> He gonna be there for another two years, I believe. <laughs> oh, don't don't say that. <laughs> they didn't extend him, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I hope not. <laughs> I know they restructured his contract, but I hope it wasn't an extension. Frost, because I feel like he got extended, or I feel like I read that somewhere. I hope not. Jesus Christ, that's weird. I Can you change? They got his tackles number up here. Like, what? Like, 72 tackles. You, I think there's no way he made 72 tackles this year. Can you change your mind? Like, like they're like, we're going to keep Scott Frost. And then they see all the other coaching hires, and they're like, eh, we're going to fire him. Like, can you uh, change your mind? <laughs> they like, can. I feel like they can. But, yeah, Scott Frost sacrifices to keep his job at Nebraska. Uh, he took a pay cut. And Gross. then fired a, a few assistants, <laughs> so he, yeah, he's able to keep his job. Gross. He's been, he's getting paid. Ooh, instead of five million next year, he's getting paid four million. Ooh, <laughs> such a sacrifice. At least he suggested Jim Harbaugh, the pay cut. <laughs> at least when Jim Harbaugh did it, he cut his contract in half. Jim Harbaugh lost three point four million or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, three, okay. Like okay. It's it's all in the buyout though. So if he gets fired next year, it's 7.5 instead of 15. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. First of all, that's a, this is a, maybe we'll get into this in the offseason. Um, um, uh, agents are like up. They're up big against, mm. Uh, mm. against athletic departments. Mm. They're getting all of these contracts. Like agents are – they're winning. City boys – city boys are winning. Because <laughs> coaches are getting overpaid. Players are pay, getting paid like, to, like, to just like players. The agents are running through these these athletic departments. <laughs> Everyone's getting contract extensions. Everyone's getting extensions so they don't leave. People are leaving Man. for more money. Like agents are there. There. Scott Frost in four years is fifteen and twenty-seven. Yeah, and like this is not a Scott Frost podcast. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm so tired of him. Um, so yeah, Michigan. Michigan played well. Aiden Hutchinson played well. David Ojabo played well. Um, all to be expected. Uh, I, I didn't like. I didn't. I don't know that I thought it was going to be close. And maybe I did because I don't remember what I said because we didn't tweet it. But I didn't expect Iowa not to score a touchdown at all. Like, yeah, I thought I thought Iowa might get a touchdown. Like I thought it might be like ten. I thought it'd be forty-two. Like I I I expected Michigan to put up almost forty points, but I definitely thought. They, they, Iowa could put up fourteen at the most. Yeah, that's, like, that's the ceiling, though. Fourteen was the like God. We stink at tackling. Forty-two to three. Come on, like that's embarrassing. 
It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's embarrassing. It's and embarrassing. this leads me to a this leads me to another point. Um, this is why the Big Ten needs to get rid of their divisions. We talked about this. If they got rid of their divisions, Iowa would never see the Big Ten championship game. They can barely see the Big Ten championship game in the Big Ten West. But none of yeah. these teams in the West, none of the these Big teams in the West would see the Big Ten. Would have been the Michigan Ohio State game. It would have been a rematch, and it, yeah. and that would have been great. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Because then it would have, and I still think you're going to have to give Harbaugh some credit, but I think if that was the championship game, that would have really tested him. Like, you got your win, yeah. but can you do it again? Do it again? Like, that literally was, a that week later. <laughs> and maybe the, and maybe they could have because I didn't see nothing on Ohio State's side that made me believe that they would beat Michigan this year if they played again. But nope. do it again. And then they came, and then and then Michigan came out against Iowa and was like, "Bro, we not even gonna let Michigan." Michigan did what Ohio if if Ohio State played Iowa, that's what Michigan did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what, and that's why I said it was gonna happen. Like, I, and that's what we talked about it. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Whoever came out of the West was Strong gonna be 40. East. Whoever came out of the East is gonna be favored against anyone in the West, and that's why they need to get rid of these divisions, bro. Because it just doesn't make any sense. That Man. you go into this game and Iowa doesn't even have or a chance. Least, or it's like switch it up, move some teams over. No, just get rid of them. Just get rid of them. That's the that's the new thing in college football anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to start getting – like because uh, the SEC is expected to get rid of divisions when yeah, they have the two teams. A, yeah, yeah. So they're expecting to do like the pod system where essentially you get three teams that you play every year. Mm. And then you rotate everyone else. So essentially in this system, you would play every team like every four years or something like that. And maybe it's every six. I'm not good with math. I don't remember. But either way, you would play these teams pretty frequently. Whereas like Mm. nowadays, you don't play these teams frequently, especially in the SEC. Like there are SEC teams who never play each other. Um, True. Because there's a good chance that, uh, what was it? Last year or the year before, one of those years, Alabama and Georgia didn't even see each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the best game in the SEC for real. Yeah. And so it's like um, they need to get rid of that. And if they do get rid of it, here's the thing. It's going to be like four – because eight years straight, Dante, I don't know if you saw that stat. Eight years straight, the Big Ten East has won over the West. That's That seems light. Well, that's because they've only had the game for eight years. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, like that ain't nothing. What's shit? There you go. Because like I was like, that seems that seems low. Because I, I yeah, feel like so, the East has been the dominant conference, or at least those 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 schools have been the dominant schools since yeah. as long as I can remember. It, it, it has been. And so what would happen is either the East would continue their dominance, which is fine, but the Big Ten Championship happen. game. The Big Ten Championship game would be a better game. It'd be Ohio State versus Michigan, Ohio State versus Penn State, Michigan versus Penn State, Michigan versus Michigan State. Some way more interesting game than Michigan versus Iowa. Or then, ooh, those ooh, West- what if we have something stupid like Iowa versus Wisconsin? That wouldn't happen. But that but that goes but that goes to my next point because the other thing that would happen is it would force these West teams to stop being so mediocre. They would yeah. have to fire coaches, which is what I want. They would have to recu- recruit a freaking quarterback, which is, again, what I want. And they would have to get better. And then maybe we do get an Iowa-Wisconsin. But yeah. it won't be because they're in the West and they're guaranteed in. It's because they did everything they could to get better because they there was a drought. 
and they were going eight and four every single year because they actually yeah. had to play the good teams. Did everybody in the West go about eight and four? Yeah, I think except except eight, four, except eight four, Iowa. six and six or. Oh yeah, Iowa went won ten games. It's still outrageous to me. But everybody else was like eight and four, six and six. Essentially, yeah. I think the Big Ten, everybody in the Big Ten besides Illinois and Indiana, right, had a winning season just about. Uh, it was nine out of 14 teams because those are the ones that are bowl eligible. Right, right, right. Okay. Have, so the West, yeah. This was the West. Iowa, 10 and 3. Right. Wisconsin, 8 and 4. Minnesota, 8 and 4. Purdue, 8 and 4. And then Illinois was 5 and 7. Then Nebraska and Northwestern were 3 and 9. The East, 12 and 1, 10 and 2, 10 and 2, 7 and 5, 6 and 6, 5 and 7, 2 and 10. Indiana. Indiana is that 2 and 10 team. Yeah. I can't believe Indiana got two wins anyway. I can't either. And so it's just like, it's disgusting. It's just, it's disgusting. Um, and. They went eight and four, but if they had to play more crossover games, they're like seven and five, six and six. Honestly, yeah. so like, so like, okay, Maryland was six and six. Rutgers was five and seven. If Maryland and Rutgers got to play Northwestern, Nebraska, Iowa more often, they would they have, have eight wins. wins. Yeah, they would have but no, wins. they're stuck playing Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. Those are hard games for them. Like, yeah. and I get that there's the two crossover games, but if you were playing more of those games. They would all these teams would have a better season, like they would have a better chance, and the West teams would be worse because they're crappy, like they are. They are, they're just a lot of them are just crappy. Um, and so it's just like, yeah, this is gross. Iowa never stood a chance, they shouldn't have been in the game. And the most disappointing thing for me, but the thing is, the crazy thing is, is that I, I'd rather have Iowa in that game than Wisconsin. I don't think I don't think Wisconsin could have done any better. I don't. I think they would have done a lot better because I, they would I at least know. been able. To, they would have at least been able to run the ball. Would they? Braylon know? Allen's a really. Good, he's a really. Yeah, he's really. He good. is a he's good. He is a good running. Yeah, he's a good running back. But I, I, Michigan's. I might have to look it up, but I think Michigan's rush defense is. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. They did. They did their thing against uh, Ohio State. Well, Ohio State was still able to put up like twenty something points, but. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. You're saying you don't think they could do better. Better is six points. Better is ten points. I'm not saying it wouldn't have been a blowout. It may have still been that, but it wouldn't have been forty two to three. But Wisconsin's defense is worse than Iowa's, so it could have been forty eight to six. It wouldn't have been that though. You sure? Not yes. <laughs> I'm right. I'm positive. Wisconsin's defense is good. They're just good in a different way than Iowa. Wisconsin right. is good in the front seven. Iowa's good in the back seven. Yeah. Whatever. But I don't think there could have been a game. Minnesota would have been a better game. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, Minnesota would have been a better Purdue game. Purdue would have been a better game. That's but that's a, that's the same. Isn't that the same division? All these are the same division. I'm saying any of these teams making it except Iowa. Purdue is in the West. Oh, okay. I thought they were in the East. No, Purdue's in the West. Up today. It was a long Saturday. <laughs> no, I, I, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I, I, I'd like, Iowa should have never been there. I don't care what anyone says. And, and the thing that was most concerning for me, and hopefully this blowout does it, and it's, it's similar to what I said about Ohio State. I was afraid that Iowa would trick themselves into believing they had a good season and they didn't need to make changes because they made the Big Ten, the Big Ten championship game. Just like while I didn't want Ohio State to lose to Michigan, if Ohio State would have won, beat Michigan and made it to the playoffs, it would have been real easy for their staff to say, oh, we're good. We don't need to fire our entire defensive staff. We don't need to make changes. We still reached our goal. Um, hopefully this blowout is enough for Iowa to realize that they are not good, but I, the reason, the main reason I didn't want them in the championship game was because of that. I didn't want them to think that their season was acceptable. It wasn't, I get it was 10 and three. I get that. That sounds good, but it just wasn't. I guess big 10 wise, it wasn't that successful, but overall it was. So it probably won't change. It won't change much. I don't think they're going to have that much of a, uh, thought process into changing things how more, it'll be more recruiting. Always be, yeah it'd probably be more recruiting than they do about uh, coaching they need to fire their offensive coordinator but they probably won't because he's the head coach's son yeah oh well, well he's staying there if, so, if the only reason why he'll leave is because he finds something else and however he how if that happens then we all know something's wrong like, I understand I'm mad about a 10-3 and three season, which is stupid because I've been telling Ohio State fans a 10-2 and two season is good and they need to stop complaining. But it's just like, I just want better for these teams. And the way Iowa started and how highly they were ranked, the fact yeah, that this they game, they had no point. chance. They were ranked the fact, two at one point. It ended literally. up on a Big Ten championship with not even a single chance. And that's, that is weird. And they didn't even dominate to get to the Big Ten Championship. They needed Minnesota to do something they've never they haven't done in years to yeah. get in. They needed Minnesota to beat Wisconsin. Like that is just that's if that's if that's your standard, fine. That's okay. But you should be better. Like I, I think they I, they're probably gonna look at it as if we're on a come up than more than like a failure to keep up what we were doing. Because again, who did we really expect Iowa to be ranked number two at some point this year? No, no. no. And that's so, and that's the balance. That's the balance of them. They did technically, yeah, they did have a good season. That's the balance. And I do want to recognize that because making it to the Big Ten West Championship, getting there, that's a good season. They're ten and three. They're getting going to a, a good bowl game, which we'll talk about game. shortly. Um I don't mean to be too too hard on them, but when I have to watch that offense when Spencer Peaches is a starting quarterback of your team, like like think of what they would be if they had a competent offense. That's what I I'm guess saying. that's it's, what's it, frustrating. It's probably going to, they're going to look at recruiting more than just coaching. But it's not recruiting; it's coaching. It's the philosophy. It's it's because they have good players, not a good quarterback, but they have a good running back. Tyler Goodson is good. Yeah, they're probably going to try to look just, at it. It's like if we can get a better quarterback. We might be able to do something different. And it's going to be sad because I think next year they're probably going to come on and be awful. Like me, yeah. not awful, me. I think so because I think they're losing a lot of good a people. Lot of, a I, lot of I, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say that till I look at their roster. Somebody's going to yell at me on Twitter. but <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe I was brought into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any any final things on on this game? Congrats, congrats, Michigan, man. I, yeah, you know, I it, it, and it might suck because this you might go on another ten year skid of being good, just not good enough. But right now, you're the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, 
and and they they earned it. They did. They put in the work. Jim yeah. Harbaugh restructured his staff. He took less money. Um, he they He's, they grinded seems, like seems to have a different philosophy and mentality about coaching. So hopefully yeah, that so, sticks around for next year. And it wasn't just a, a anomaly. I hope that's the norm now. Because if that's the norm, then instead of going, yeah, it's Michigan, but we gonna beat them. It's gonna be like. I don't know, man. You know, Michigan might be different this year. It might be different. Which is, which is how the game should be, if we're being yeah. honest. And yeah. I know there's not a lot of Ohio State <laughs> fans who agree with that, and I don't care. Um, like, obviously, I want Ohio State to win the majority of the time, but I at least want it to be a good game. Like, damn. Yeah, because, um, like, even, even I want – because, again, if y'all do not know, I am a Bama fan, but I kept saying on year – I kept saying all year we were going to beat Georgia, but I was skeptical. I just had to keep – I had to save face. I don't know many Ohio State fans who who were skeptical about Michigan at all. Because there was no reason to be skeptical. Right. So it's like at least – at least like you want to win. You want to win every single time. You want to win big every single time. But at least having some skepticism, having some – we may have to go in there and play a perfect game. Like, mm-hmm. that brings a little bit of intrigue that hasn't been there forever. And, and, I, think that's, and I think that's uh, another factor into how Michigan was able to beat Ohio State this year. I think Ohio State was just so confident because we don't lose to Michigan, haven't done it in 10 years. And that's the thing. Like, we, I credited Ohio State for – and they, they do deserve credit because it's really hard to be so dominant over something and to not get stale. That's why yeah. uh, Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time because – In college. They just – no, he's the greatest coach of all time. Um, I'm taking him over Belichick. Really? I think nine, college is hard. Nine Super Bowl appearances, bro? I, I think – I think, first of all, I don't know the exact number because whatever, but Saban has got to be at nine or close, and he's won national championships at two different places. I mean, I'll also, that. also, it just this is just a personal opinion. I, this is one of those things where like you don't put two you don't put two goats against each other kind of thing. So like we don't have to go deep into this. Mm-hmm. I'm biased because I think coaching college football is harder than the NFL because you have to recruit 16-year-olds and you have to develop them. Like in the NFL, if your team is not good, you can just get a 26-year-old, pay him some money. And I know that that's not Bill Belichick's philosophy, so like that's a, that's a, a slight stretch. But he has done gone and done that at times. He did it this season. I, yeah, this, was, this, Moss, is, I was like, this might be the most money he spent in the offseason. Right, right. The, like, he, they, they draft well. He did it with Randy Moss, that kind of stuff. Like, But even still, with the draft, you get to see these players after four years of high school, three to five years in college, at, you know, and college, you're getting them at 16 after three, two or three seasons at varsity, hoping that they develop into grown men. So I just think college is a little bit harder, and what he's done has been more um, whatever. But again, that's just a me thing. That's not really worth arguing about. They're both – he's the greatest college football coach of all time. Uh, Belichick's the greatest NFL coach of all time, whatever. Um, but to the point – but this also goes to Belichick. You never get You never get tired. It never gets stale. You never yeah. – just accept like we're better than everyone. We're going to do it. They keep putting in the work. Like everyone talks about how angry Belichick is and he's never happy. He's never happy. Saban's never happy. The never reporter satisfied. after the game. Yeah. The, the reporter after the game was like, how do you feel about it? And he only credited the offense. And he said, 
the defense gave up too many points, but they made stops when they needed it. Yeah. After just dogging Georgia and winning the SEC championship, that's what he had to say. He didn't have nothing positive for the defense. So that is what it takes. And so Ohio State deserves credit for keeping that level of intensity for so many years, but yeah. they lost it this year. And I get it. It's hard, but that's no excuse. They lost that level of intensity this year, and Michigan had it, and they got whooped. <clears throat> and so that's that's what that was. So yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I do hope Michigan keeps it up as a whole, as an uh, organization, uh, to next season and yeah. more after that. <clears throat> and that's that's what's going to be the interesting thing because they are losing some good players. They're going to lose their running back. There, so I was listening to another podcast, and mm-hmm. you know we talked about this before. I don't care about your recruiting status. If you're a grown, like if you're 17 or 18 going up as 23 year old, that dude has an advantage because he's a grown man. Yeah. He's, so he's, I was listening. He's had college uh, weight training. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I, yeah. I was, I was listening to one of the podcasts. Every single person on Michigan starting offensive line and defensive line, except one is a junior or senior. Oh man. They're all draft eligible. Now, that doesn't mean they're all going to leave. Right. But if half of them leave, that's a major thing that they're going to have to deal with next year. Their best player is definitely leaving. Their second best player in David Ajabo or uh, that corner, um, Dax Hill, is probably leaving. All three of them are probably leaving. The running back, Hassan Haskins, is leaving. Like, I know they still have other players. That's not the point. Yeah. But it's going to be Jim Harbaugh is going to have to earn it. I mean, every coach does. Yeah, you're gonna have to. It's sad, but he has to prove his coaching ability again even more because you gotta make sure that those people who coming up and then the people you're also recruiting are prepared because you still have people who've been sitting here waiting their turn. So have you coached them up to be ready for next year? Yeah, can you continue to do that? Facts. And so basically what it's going to be is it's going to be, okay, did Jim Harbaugh, did everything happen? Did all the right things happen at the right time and Michigan get their one? Right? right. Or did Jim Harbaugh actually fix it and Michigan's going to be a force to be reckoned with for the future? Because anybody can get one. I mean, not anybody, but like there's a lot of teams who only have one Super Bowl. Everything happened in the right time, right place. They get that one Super Bowl. There's a lot of teams that Eagles. have one national championship. <laughs> that might be the, the Eagles. Yeah, that, might, that right. might be the best example is the Eagles. And so it's just like, are they going to be the Eagles, or are they going to be Clemson? Are they not? No one's going to be Bama, but like, are they? Are they going to be Ohio State? Ohio State doesn't always win, but they're always there. They're always so there. that's going to be the thing. There's a good like. Here's the thing with that. Even if like. Even with a loss or a win, there's a chance where it could be Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, somebody else. Yeah. And we talked about it before, like with the twelve team with the twelve team playoff, they're going to always be two or three Big Ten teams. Yeah. You have to be why that second one. Why can't Michigan make it two two out of every three years? No, nah, or fifty percent. Two out you two be, out of every four. No, nah, you should probably be there every year. You're good enough. And and sadly, what you did this year proves you are, so you have to kind of keep that up now. So I'm not ready to put that expectation on them. I'm only putting expect I'm only putting every year on like three teams. I'm putting it on Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. 
Okay. But like, I'm. But the expectation I'm putting on Michigan is the majority. Like Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Two of those three should be in the playoffs every single year. The reason why I'm not ready to put every year on Michigan is Penn State's going to get good again. Penn State, we, we haven't gotten fully into recruiting. That's one thing we're going to start looking at for our next episode with the uh, thing coming up. But Penn State has the number one quarterback commit in the 2022 class. Okay. So, like, I'm not expecting Michigan to always beat Ohio State or always beat Penn State. But they should be in the playoffs the majority of time. If it comes to a five-year span, they should be in the playoffs two or three years, three, two or three times in that five-year span. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I might be ready. Uh, you might not be ready, but I I believe and I wholeheartedly think that Michigan, once they expand this, Michigan should be there every year. Should be. I, if you could win 10 to 11 games, you should be there. Yeah, but it's still only 12. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not ready to put that on them because I do think there are going to be some years where, you know, it's going to be the one one game season, you have to beat Penn State, and whoever wins that game gets there. If Michigan State is legit, that's another team. And right. I just, like, for the, for the every year thing, you're saying they're going to have to beat Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State consistently, and I don't think that they're going to do that. Two out of Two out of the three consistently gets you there. Depending on who comes out the West. Unless they get rid of divisions. Yeah. Because Wisconsin Wisconsin can get in. Because here's the thing. If Ohio Ohio State, Wisconsin play each other and they're both 11 and 1 and Wisconsin loses, Wisconsin's getting that other spot. So that may stop Michigan from getting a spot. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's why I'm saying majority of the time. I'm not ready to say every year. But, like, majority of the time. We're – it's semantics. We're essentially saying the same thing. It's just a sl- one slightly high expectation. But what we agree on is at least at a bare minimum, they need to be in there the majority of the time. They need yeah. to be competing for it. And I would say this, they need to be competing for it every year. It needs to be one of those things where, like, if they don't get in, you're disappointed. Yeah. It's 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 a bad look. You should be better. Like, like they need to be like, oh, we were close. We like it, it needs to be like this wasn't a good season type thing. Like, so I just yeah. Um so speaking of the playoffs, because we who knows when that expansion happens. Um we'll have all off season to talk about what we think Jim Harbaugh is gonna do and if they're gonna be good. The other thing, which we kind of hinted at, is do they lose not only are they losing players, but do they also lose their OC? Or their DC, or both, because there is a good chance. But they'll probably lose their OC. I don't know. Jeff Halfley was a one-year wonder at Ohio State and got a head coaching job at BC. Mike McDonald could do the same thing. I'm not sure that they will. Also, people, I don't know how they, why they know this or why they say that, but media people, which is a thin line, a lot of them talk about Mike McDonald more. Like, a lot of them think that he's the candidate be, and not Josh because, Gattis. And that's because he came from the NFL. He, he was, he was right. working in the NFL. So that's why. Yeah, right. Um, and I, I tend to agree with that only in the instance, because I've said this myself, it's a lot easier to come in, fix, drastically change something and get a job off of one year as a one-year yeah. wonder than it is to be the OC for three years, four years, and people remember your name uh-huh. and hire you. So I think I think Mike McDonald has, like, a better chance 
because like he's just the hot name right now. Yeah. Came from the Ravens, fixed the defense, all these good things. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson may get to the Heisman. Like everyone knows his name. So right or wrong, um, they could lose both. Harbaugh's gonna be in there begging for neither of them to leave though. Please don't go. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> Please stay here like two more years, man. Like just, yeah. just two more. Let me let me establish. Let me establish something here, and then y'all can go take a head coaching job and be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> there's a good chance the that can happen. We all know it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day hit his first defensive coordinator higher out the park. He hit it a little too far because now mm-hmm. he's at BC. And then his second one was not good. Not and he's about to get fired. So, about so to get fired? Yeah, Jesus Christ. No, no, they did it. I guess they did like a they did an interview today because it was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know your you know your situation. You're going to the Rose Bowl, and he was like, I'm not. This is coach speak, obviously, but he's like, I'm not thinking about that right now. We're right. evaluating it, but I'm focused on signing day. Essentially, they're trying to get these recruits first, and then they'll fire everybody. I feel like but, you should fire because, like, I mean, I don't know. You could, you got the bowl game. You're gonna win your bowl game. Who are you playing? Utah. You're going to win your bowl game. And uh, I feel like you can fire your coach. And I feel like that would help, too, because that's been the biggest – that was the one thing everybody kept talking about all year with Ohio State. Defense, defense, yeah. defense. Yeah. So, well, they don't want to fire him because they want to get their recruits first. And we've seen with all the other coach firings and hirings and stuff like that, a bunch yeah. of people are decommitting. So they want the recruits to come in first. And I, with, I just feel I like the head firing head... a defensive coordinator is different from, like uh, – a whole head coach being fired, especially when I a mean, defensive coordinator who's been getting nothing but flack and heat all season. Yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree with you. I'm just telling you why they didn't do it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he should have been fired the day after the game. Honestly, he should <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he shouldn't have made the trip home. It, 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 as soon as you know what really should have happened, as soon as Michigan got that that. That touchdown after Ohio State scored their touchdown, he should have looked over and like, get out of here, bro. This guy. Yeah, like take his take his sideline pass. Don't let him back into the locker room. We'll ship your stuff to you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Um, okay, so we're we're close to an hour into this, so let's wrap up with Michigan, talk a little bit about the playoffs. Um, and only a little bit because we'll have shows up until right. the games where we're actually we'll preview them. And then we'll get into some of the other stuff that we want to talk about. We'll talk about the final rankings for the Big Ten, where they're at in the bowl game, a little bit of the coaching and that kind of stuff. So just uh, initial thoughts, and this comes out on Monday, so you all should know this, but in the playoffs, Bama's one, Michigan's two, Georgia's three, Cincinnati is four. Whether you agree or disagree, I personally disagree. Uh, I don't yeah, believe I you should – I don't believe you should avoid rematches. I think you should put them where they should be. And so I think Cincy should be three and and Georgia should be four. Uh, I really think Michigan should be one, but that was never going to happen. That's what I was saying. So, That's what I was saying, too. I think Michigan should be one. I I think Michigan should have been one. I say Georgia should be due. Bama should have stayed where they were. Or at uh, three. At three, and then I feel bad for saying Cincy should be four when they're when they're undefeated. If you're gonna move someone, if you're gonna move Georgia to four, then Cincy should be two. Yeah, and Bama shouldn't have moved at all. Yeah, whatever it is, I think that it. I think that it should have been Michigan versus Cincy, and 
uh, Bama versus Georgia. Georgia, yeah. And they didn't do it. They played gymnastics because they didn't want a rematch, and I think that's dumb. Um, I understand that Bama was going to be the number one team, even though I didn't think they deserved it. But no. I do think that Cincinnati deserved to be the number three team or even three the number or two. two team. Yeah. They're undefeated. Yeah. They're undefeated. The lot, like everyone said, they and had they, they, they didn't struggle enough. and they didn't struggle in their game. They they blew them out, I believe, right? Yeah, and Houston's yeah. a really good team. That's a, like Houston's a really good team, a really good defense. Like Ohio State is probably going to be looking at Houston's DC as a potential DC replacement if they don't get the guys that's that a, they that's want. A smart hire. That's the, a smart hire. Yeah, so it's like. And they blew them out, and it's like they deserve to be the two or three team. Um, yeah. So we disagree with it, but either way, we're going to be a Bama fan thinking Bama should not be number one. I, I, yeah. When I saw that earlier today or this morning, driving back from Cleveland, I was like, I no, that's not right. <laughs> like, that's not right. It should be either Michigan or Cincy. Yeah, they definitely messed that up. But, um, you know, they say that they didn't think about rematches, but we know that they did. It had um, to be. It had to And be. I really think, like, I hate to say this because, you know, I do still think they're going to be good games, but I think they screwed them. Ooh, because they gave, Bam, they gave Michigan both of them. They gave both of them the harder game. Yeah. And now it, it almost sets it's it like up they, for It's SEC like they're rematch. trying to set, yeah, they're trying to set their, uh, the, the uh, championship as the SEC rematch. Almost. And it's like... And it's like, no, let Michigan and Cincy play each other for a chance to get to a national championship. That's it's a actually kind of wild. I think I'm going to be rooting for Michigan against Georgia. I can't root for Michigan. It's against my religion. But oh, my I understand. God, bro. You can't root for the Big Ten at all? No. Like, oh, no. my goodness. <laughs> I can't root for Michigan. It's against my. You memory. can't even root for the Big Ten, like uh, at least no, no. See, you, you got no, no, no. You're adding words to my mouth. I can root for the Big Ten. I'll be rooting for Michigan State. I'll be rooting for Iowa. I'll be rooting for Penn State. I'll be rooting for Purdue. I'll be rooting for everyone except Michigan. Who's in the Big Ten? So no, you can't. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> technically, you can't you know, root for the Big you know, Ten. You know, you're you're from Cleveland, and you know those. I'm from Cleveland, not Ohio. Things. Yeah, which they're I also think is stupid. Which I also think is stupid. So. They're, from Michigan, not, they're, from, they're Michigan, not the Big Ten. So because I, because because to me, I think it's Ohio against everybody. So I mean, yeah, it's Ohio against Michigan. <laughs> Unless you're Purdue, Michigan State, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. hey wow. Whatever. <laughs> so. But I do think they made it harder for both Cincy and Michigan. Um, not that I don't. think They made it really, really hard for Cincy because they I, it, Cincy should have been ranked higher than this all year, and they they made it extremely tough. I actually, to make it into the I, championship. I disagree. I think Cincy has the easier game than Michigan. You are Bama. No, Bama has shown flaws all year. You're you're you well. So has Michigan. And actually, Georgia just did yesterday. So, right. But I'm also look. I'm not looking at names of programs. I'm looking at style of play. Mm-hmm. Georgia. I, I still just because Bama of, has been bullied multiple times up front. Since he can do that to Bama, Michigan could have done that to Bama. I don't know that they would win the game, but they have good players. They have good players, but who's that coach? Mich- but Michigan's style is a worse matchup against Georgia than Cincy's style against Bama. 
I, I was just Michigan like, would have rather played Bama or Cincy before they would have rather played Georgia. I I'll give you Cincy. I don't think I, I think Michigan wanted to play Cincy and nobody else to start to start well, the playoffs. I don't think he want, I don't think Michigan wanted to play Bama or Georgia. They definitely wanted to play Cincy. I get that, but my point is if you have to pick, you're picking Bama. And I know that's weird because of the coach, but I'm talking about style of play. The way okay. Michigan wants to play. Mm-hmm. They saw Texas A&M do it. They saw Arkansas do it. They saw LSU do it. And they saw Auburn do it. Now, granted, Bama won three of those four games, but there is tape that says you can run the ball on Alabama. The Alabama versus Georgia game, that tape says you can throw the ball. Michigan doesn't throw the ball. So Michigan would have rather played Bama win or lose. And that's the same thing. And that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know, because Nick Saban does the same thing Bill Belichick does. All right, cool. You want to run the ball because we know you really can't throw the ball anyway. So what am I going to take away from you? And that's fair. And that's why I'm going to pick Bama to win the game. What I'm saying is, stylistically wise, if you ask them, if you said, who would you rather play? Your only options are Georgia or Bama. Michigan would rather play Bama because there is tape that says what Michigan wants to do can be successful. Okay. I mean, I give you that. You're not wrong about that because we ha- Alabama has given up a lot of runs and a lot of running games. But I, I, I'm going to always pick that coach. And, I mean, ultimately, I am too. That's not what I'm saying. I, and that's why I'm not saying I'm Especially Jim because Jim can be outcoached. <laughs> Well, yeah, he gets out. He's been outcoached every year of his career, except this year. Yeah. And he yeah. was outcoached in the Michigan State game, so he's been outcoached. He was outcoached. <laughs> he was outcoached in the second half of that game. And, okay, that's yeah. semantics. <laughs> he was still outcoached in that game. <laughs> uh, okay, so either way, we'll, we're going to spend more time on this. We'll dedicate probably a whole episode just to the playoffs because no other uh, group of whatever it is, we'll figure it out. But that's like five episodes because it's uh, December 6th when you hear this and they play on New Year's Eve. So that's four weeks away. Long way to go. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll, we'll get more into it, but at least for now, initial, initial opinions, uh, Bama versus Cincy, Michigan versus Georgia. I do still think they're going to be good games. I don't think they're going to be. I think the Michigan Georgia. Like I, 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 so I disagree. I only think the Michigan Georgia game is going to be a good game. Okay. I mean, that's. He it. dropped it. Oh my god! <laughs> Dante's watching his Steelers suck, and if you're not watching this game or you didn't watch this game yesterday, by the time you listen to this, their wide receiver just dropped a wide open touchdown. Um, oh my God! Hit him right like in the hands. Perfect, perfect oh my! Game. It's a beautiful throw. Oh that's the that's the best that's the that's best the, pass. That's one of the, been, that's one of the best he's thrown all year. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he's yelling. Uh, oh because, man! Yeah. Oh, okay, man. so. Uh, with that, we are going to take a quick break for our commercials. When we come back, we are going to let you know which bowl games all of the Big Ten teams are in, uh, talk a little bit about coaching, uh, the coaching carousel, which has been absolutely nuts, uh, and then get into our pit stops, uh, as always. So uh, with that, we will be right back. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Land Great Holy Land's I-70 football show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. Him here with Dante. Uh, Dante's still a little bit upset. Uh about the Steelers bro, dropping passes. Bro, um, touchdown pass, bro. It looked like six, like thirty something yard touchdown pass. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's get into well just really quickly in the final rankings. There are only four Big Ten teams in the final rankings. Uh, Michigan's number two, Ohio State's number six, which I was not expecting. I don't think there's a big difference between seven and six, but I just think it's interesting that Ohio State is the highest ranked two loss team and not Baylor, who just won their uh, championship. championship uh, <laughs> so, mm, mm. see, and that's just some. That's, just, some thing. that's like one thing I I, I I talk about a lot, or like I like like one of my one of our friends, Brandon, says this all the time. Like, Bama gets all this special treatment. OSU was a two loss team, wasn't in their uh conference championship game, and is ranked higher than someone who just won their championship game. Yeah, they get a lot of love. Like, yeah. let's stop. Let's stop with this lie. Let's stop with this, this narrative. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. It's not a narrative. Oh my god! People oh just, my god. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. It's not a lie. It's not a narrative. People just say it wrong. Okay. Bama gets more okay. special treatment. Okay. <laughs> like, All right. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, more is the operative word here. Because when you just okay. say they get special treatment, it makes it seem like Ohio State doesn't. No, no, no. No, they do. Bama gets more. Like, it's, okay. You just gotta, okay. You just got to add I'll, that. I'll let you have that one. I'll let you, you have that one. You just got to add that quick little four-letter word, okay. more, because Ohio State does get special treatment. The Big Ten does get special treatment. Um this, which, is why it's just, which is which is wild because you you were a two you were a two two lost team you lost to your rival and didn't fall nowhere for real like you <laughs> you, you didn't go anywhere you if yeah. if you still had a chance there was something you needed a lot of help but you still had a chance so like yeah you, like, <laughs> so, let's be real here if but, we're talking about it. It's, you just got to add yeah. the word more because Ohio like, State like, does get special what was, what was Iowa going into that Big Ten championship game? Where were they ranked? Ninth? They dropped almost 10 spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> um, that's all. It's, 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 it's more. It's more, but we still get it. Like, uh, I was, um, yeah. After, after a couple of those rankings and, like, Iowa getting up to number two and stuff, I don't remember if I said it on this podcast or the other podcast. I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop saying that um, it's only SEC bias. We need to recognize Big Ten bias. Thank you. For the love of God, thank you. 
which is why on a side note, it is so frustrating um, that the Big Ten aligned themselves with the ACC and the and the Pac-12 because on the field, the games are going to be fun, especially with some of these like coaching things, like getting Ohio State, USC, Ohio State, Oregon, Ohio State, um, Utah, Michigan, Utah, Michigan, Washington, Ohio State, Clemson, like, you know, Maryland, Pitt, like getting some of those games in the regular season would be kind of interesting. They'd be fun. I'm all for it. But the fact that they're aligning themselves when it comes to the playoffs is stupid because it's like you're the big the Big Ten is pretending to be the have nots, not the haves. Yeah, you're, you're like Align yourself I don't know what it is. Yeah, like big, big Ten, stop it. You're 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 the you're if you're not if you're not the second best, you're one freaking A, bro. Like you're you're one B. You're you're you're, you're literally you're literally that good. The Big Ten is the, the literally yeah. not even that much under the SEC as the best no conference in the country. And, and if not, and, you could consider yourself the best sometimes. Some years you're probably the best conference in the, in the country. The only difference is the the SEC has quarterbacks because the Big Ten would be so much better if they had good coaches and quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I understand that the SEC teams are good, but I don't think they're that good. Nobody in this country, except maybe Bama because Nick Saban, nobody in this country wants to see Wisconsin with a competent quarterback. Nobody wants to see Ohio State. Nobody wants to see this Michigan team if Jim Harbaugh could recreate this Michigan team. Nobody wants to see Iowa with a competent quarterback. No, not at all. You do not want like, to see Iowa with a good competent quarterback. Here. Michigan didn't want to see Iowa with a competent no, quarterback. No, but thankfully they didn't have to. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. If they finally get the playoff right and they get it to where you have to play certain rounds – Right. On home campuses, that means some of these SEC teams, they're going to have to go play Michigan and Ann Arbor when it's snowing. They're going to go right. have to play Wisconsin when it's snowing in the middle of December. They don't want to do that. They don't. There's nah, Big yeah, Ten bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. It's there's, just yeah. more yes. SEC bias. And yes. the Big Ten needs to stop acting like they're the have-nots. You are not the have-nots. You are the haves. You know what's crazy? This is this is how I look at the Big Ten, and it's about to sound really wild. You know how, like, w- w- there's there's white men privilege, and then white women be like, oh, white men. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. You're right there. <laughs> the Big Ten is white women? Yes. Oh, that is that is a good analogy. That's not the one that I was gonna use. Okay, I, was no. gonna use I, I, I was gonna use Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. It's like sure. It's like it's like it's like sure. You have five hundred million dollars more than me. You're one point seven billionaire, but I'm a one point two billionaire. It's like sure. Maybe you like Amazon more than you like Microsoft or or like Apple and Samsung. It's mm-hmm. like sure, sure. Apple and Samsung's the better one, actually. Sure, everyone loves Apple, but Sam- Samsung's the clear number two. Nobody talks and, about and LG, you know which is which is wild because I don't know if that's the better one because Samsung actually produces better product. It's just Apple has the name. So okay, yeah, you know cool. what? You like you still right. right. Sometimes Big Ten definitely does produce better product. SEC just got the name, so yeah. So it's, just like, <laughs> it's, just like, it's like it's like sure. It's like yeah, sure. You have you have FaceTime and you have iMessage, but like there's a big the gap between Samsung. Sucks. 
Yeah. It's like there's a, there's a big gap between Samsung and LG, and yeah, nobody's bro, talking about Motorola. Like, <laughs> like, bro, Big Ten, you are not the SACC. Stop it! Stop! Stop! It's like, Man. like that's like the that's like the big that's like freaking. It's just like you're not Boost Mobile, bro. You're not you're not simply mobile. Stop it! Like I don't know like why white women, white women, you are not us. You're not a minority. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> You oh, you yeah. you have privilege just like SEC does. Yeah, Let it yeah, go. Yeah. So um, I wish the Big Ten would recognize that <laughs> and stop holding off the playoffs so they can pretend like they're the freaking ACC. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> ACC uh, got one good team, and that team stinks now. And where's the ACC? Nowhere. Their, 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 their championship had freaking RG3 on it. <laughs> they, would never, they would never do that to the Big Ten. <laughs> and I give an RG3 to the Big Ten championship. Come on. Like. <laughs> Man, stop it, Big Ten. You're just as great, even sometimes better. Yeah, it's freaking annoying. Uh, and they want to pretend that they're, I'm so angry about that. I like the alliance on the game on the field. Although it would be better if the Big Ten played the SEC, but the SEC no neither neither the Big Ten wants like they don't want to do that. The SEC doesn't want to play the Big Ten because they might lose, and the Big Ten doesn't want to play the SEC they so they might lose. The Big Ten yeah. wants to play the ACC and the Pac-12 because they're most likely going to win. It's just going to look so the SEC like. Too. <laughs> It's like, like, look, before, we're just great. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like before Lincoln Riley went to USC, Ohio State beating USC sounds cool, but it's really not a good game. It's, it's like not, we beat cause, USC. Because when's the last time USC been USC? Troy Polamalu? <laughs> Reggie Bush? Like, <laughs> Yeah, so. Bro, um, stop. <laughs> did we go over the rankings? We did, right? Yeah. I think we, I don't Michigan think two. I don't know if we did. Michigan yeah. is two. Ohio, oh, we got stuck at Ohio State being State. six. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, so Michigan's two. Ohio State is six. Michigan State is ten. And Which Iowa's is still a high 15. ass ranking for a two L team. Like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, wait, like wait, 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 wait. Michigan State is over Utah. Oh, Utah may have three losses. Let me check that. But Utah won their championship. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Against they, uh, yeah. Oregon. Oregon. It was 38 yeah. to 10. Oh, yeah. They smacked yeah. Them. yeah, they smacked them. That's right. Yeah. Utah does that was have like to. Friday. Okay. So that makes that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll give you that. Uh, okay. So let's get into bowl games because we're probably going to spend a decent amount of time on this coaching stuff. And this doesn't need to be a two hour episode, even though we're All always right. close to two hours. Um, so bowl games. Ohio State plays Utah in the Rose Bowl. Um, Ohio Sorry, State fans. Utah. The Rose Bowl is a good game. Stop complaining. Utah's a good team. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. Michigan State plays Pitt in the Peach Bowl, which is kind of scary because Pitt has a really good offense and Michigan State has the worst defense. So that game might be a shootout. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Minnesota yeah. plays West Virginia in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. And no, I will not comment mean. on what the <laughs> hell the Guaranteed Rate Bowl is. I'm just going to skip it. Um, what are we guaranteeing? Iowa. <laughs> what rate are we guaranteeing here? That is going to be an end game. Is that what we're guaranteeing here? <laughs> Iowa plays Kentucky, uh, which is going to be a good game, uh, in the Citrus Bowl. Is I think that this the, is the oh, only. No, Arkansas. 
Okay, I was, I was, we were on the same line. Is that the only yeah. Big Ten SEC? SEC, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And then I just saw the Penn yep. State, Arkansas. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Maryland plays Virginia Tech in the Penn Strike Bowl, which is always semi intriguing because I'm pretty sure that's the one that they play in Yankee Yankee Stadium. I um, think so too. That's going to be a very high scoring game. Yeah. Neither of them teams so. can play defense for real. Mm, yeah. Um, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting. I love bowls. A lot of people don't like the bowl games, but like I watch a significant amount of the bowl games. They it could, the system could be a little uh, bit not better. All, really, <laughs> yeah. Like the system could be a little bit better, but like most of these games are pretty good. Um, Wisconsin plays Arizona State, which is just a gross matchup. It's yeah. funny I just came off of saying most of these games are good, and then that one's just gross. Like yeah, I, I'm probably gonna Actually, watch the one that after game. that. The one after one, that one is kind of gross. No, these two teams have good offenses. Yeah, I just I don't have that much faith in Tennessee. Fair. Oh wait, that's another one. We have three Big Ten Penn uh, ah, yeah, SEC. Yeah, you're matches. right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget Tennessee's in the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> Every, we all do. It's okay. Um, oh, God, Oklahoma about to be at Tennessee. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 Texas, Oklahoma, and Tennessee battling for the worst team in the Big Ten and the, and the SEC. <laughs> you can throw an Arkansas in there too sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue and Tennessee in the Music City Bowl. And then the last one, Penn State versus Arkansas and the Outback Bowl. Um, nine out of 14 teams. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Nine out of 14 teams are in bowl games. Um, actually, let me pull this up to get the right number. I don't want to be lying. Five teams didn't make it. That makes per- that makes sense. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty solid. And it would be better if they actually, you know, tried to have a real quarterback, but they don't. So <laughs> that's, that's what we get. That's what we get. Uh, one, two, three. Okay, we have three teams in the New Year Six. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it's more than that because we have more than the teams playing on New Year's and New Year's Day. But the right. quote-unquote New Year's six games, we have Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Uh, that's good. Um, yeah. That's a, a good number. That's a lot from one conference in those games. Um, I think that's the most outside of the SEC who because they have two people in the play. Oh, no, SEC only has three, too. So we're tied with the SEC. Which is interesting because the SEC has two in the playoffs. So, so then, which is like another proof that like Big Ten, stop trying to act like you're inferior. Yeah, stop it. Yep, because the ACC ACC has one. Um, Cincinnati is the only one in their conference, yeah. and then the Pac-12 has. Um, no, the Big Twelve has two. The Big yeah. Twelve has two. They have Baylor and Oklahoma State. Notre Dame's an independent. Uh, Utah and um, I think I'm missing someone. Is uh, Utah? No, Utah is the only one in the Pac-12. So the Pac-12 has one. So yeah, everyone has one or two in the Big Ten. Wait, Michigan, wait, wait, Michigan State versus Pitt is on what day? Uh, that's on the that's on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Then yeah, never mind. You're right. Because I was about to say Pitt's an ACC, but that's on New Year's Eve. Yeah, actually, so actually that one's on December 30th, but it's still part of the New Year's Six. Like the the six biggest bowl games. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they they like time like they have that title. New okay. Year's Six. Uh, it's the Peach Bowl, Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, 
uh, Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl. Those okay. are the biggest ones. Yep. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that Sugar Bowl being gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baylor and Ole Miss. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. So let's let's get in, let's get into some of this coaching stuff, right? Um, I know we're late on this, but we just haven't had a chance to talk about it together. So you're, you're going to hear us talk about it. Brian Kelly to LSU. Man, that that I so again, I think we were already talking about this earlier. I think this. It's a good hire for – I guess it's like a good space for both of them. It's really going to probably show how maybe mediocre Brian Kelly is as a coach being in the SEC. But I think it's really ridiculous that Brian Kelly's already working for LSU when he has a bowl game to play in a few weeks. <laughs> well, I actually – so I disagree. Or, or at least should be playing a bowl game. Yeah. I disagree with you in the instance that I actually think Brian Kelly's a good coach uh, okay. because he what he did at Notre Dame is is pretty good and I think he is the second best coach LSU's had in a while because I think he's better than Ogeron and Les Miles. I and mean, fair both enough. Both of them, both of them won national championships, so I fully expect Brian Kelly to win a national championship at LSU. But I one hundred percent, it's LSU. Everyone wins there. Whether I mean, you like I, him or not, everyone wins it. Les Miles won a national championship there. Brian Kelly's going to win one. Me and you could win one. I'm telling you. you any, everyone everyone wins at LSU. I'm a bad coach. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm a terrible coach. I have no And patience. you would win one. So, <laughs> <laughs> you would win one. All you have to do is There's keep all the good – <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is easy because LSU is the only good school in Louisiana. Every team, every kid in Louisiana wants to go to LSU. So yeah, you get all the good kids else. there. I don't even know any you other get, school in Louisiana. There's literally, there you get that play football. The, barely, <laughs> you get you get all of the good kids in Louisiana. You get one or two kids out of Florida, one or two kids out of Bama, one or two kids out of Texas. Boom, you have a good class, and <laughs> there you go. You that's, might get one it. or two from like northern northern states too, because like I don't want to. Yeah, like whatever. Just like, I, I'm you know, going to the south. I don't want to play. I don't want to play in the cold. Like, <laughs> like, like, come on now. Like, literally, like, I don't know if they're doing it because they well, they don't do this because they're kids. But like, like, are you coming on a recruiting visit and we got gumbo? Come on now. <laughs> 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 that could be well. I mean, think about it. Because if I watch, if if I'm a if I'm a uh, if I'm a recruiter, they got crawfish at etouffee at the, yeah. at the recruiting <laughs> But here's the thing: because I'll be like, yeah, man, you got gumbo, but look what that did design on. <laughs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> You're wrong for that. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I, don't man. I don't even know how to continue after. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Oh man. Brian Kelly is going to win a national championship at LSU because everyone wins a national championship at LSU and he's actually a competent coach. Yeah. But what I, I, I do, mean I hope he don't, but there's other reasons why. 
Because <laughs> yeah. he's, I mean, he's a terrible person. So I'm I mean, not rooting yeah. for him. I'm not rooting and for him. And he's also, you I know, a coach at LSU. And, you know, I don't want any yeah. other SEC team winning anything. So <laughs> that, that too. Um, but I do agree. It's like, because Notre, Dame, Notre Dame's five. They had a right? chance. They, they had, had a chance. chance to. If Alabama doesn't win, and the way the other stuff happened with Baylor beating Oklahoma State, Notre Dame's in the playoff. And now you're in the playoff, but now you you can't coach there because you left. <laughs> and it's like, and and it's like he's like, I believe that you can win a national championship at Notre Dame. No, you don't. No, you don't. You because if you believed you could win a national championship there, you would have stayed and did it. Mm-hmm. But then, as soon as he gets to LSU, he talks about wanting to win a national championship and Your wanting family. to be in the bright light. It was almost the almost it was almost the exact same speech he gave Notre Dame before he bounced. Like we except a family, a I love fake. you, but I, I'm not in this family. Like, yeah, <laughs> except except he had except he had a fake a, a southern accent. I can't believe he did that. I'm here with my family. <laughs> like, bro, what? Bro, you from you you from Massachusetts, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and you coached in Indiana. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Somebody bro. someone You don't have that accent. To to your point, because it's literally like the same thing he already said, they had a clip of him from two days earlier saying family about Notre Dame. Someone Mm -hmm. put him back to back of how he said family at Notre Dame and how he said family at LSU. Entirely different. And it's just (laughs) like, it's like, it's like you could tell he was thinking about it because he literally was like, I'm here with my family. Why are you doing this, bro? We know you're not from here. Every, it's a quick Google search. I know you're not from any southern state. Stop it. You're from Massachusetts, bro. Relax. Relax. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Brian Kelly to LSU. We don't have to spend a long time on it because at this point, everyone's been talking about it. Right. I do think um, – Again, I do think it's good on the field. I think it's weird how it happened. I think he's a terrible person. I think, like, I I know why he left, but I just think the whole thing is a little shady. It was the bag. (laughs) When they're giving you... Speaking... Bro. Agents are finessing. <laughs> this dude's been a coach for like 17 plus years, has back to back 10 year season at Notre Dame, all these recruiting clubs. He has all of this stuff that says he's a good coach, and he could only get the Mel Tucker contract. My thing is Mel, Tucker, like, Mel Tucker's been a coach for three years. He's had yeah. one winning season, and they're both making 10 years, 95 mil. You know, beautiful. Get that's hey, black man, get paid. That is that is hilarious. He's getting the Mel Tucker contract, and he's—I don't know if he's a better coach, but he's a more experienced coach. He's, he's been a coach longer. He's had more <laughs> success, if if anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because one's been a coach for like twenty years, and the other one's <laughs> been a coach for three. So. <laughs> Uh, I just think I just thought that was hilarious. It's like you're getting the Mel Tucker contract, yeah, and you're I mean... Brian Kelly. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, um, okay, so so other ones, other ones, other ones, other ones. Let's we'll go with the ones that are confirmed because uh, we'll skip around a little bit. Um, Marcus Freeman continuing with the Notre Dame thing. Marcus Freeman 
ex-Ohio State linebacker, ex-Cincinnati DC, ex-Notre Dame DC now, like 36. He's black at that. Is now the head coach at Notre Dame largely because the players all wanted him. And it's really making me mad because, like, is Notre Dame almost cool now? No. Like, their 29-year-old offensive coordinator is talking about love, and he's cussing. I didn't even know you were allowed to cuss at Notre Dame. Uh, They're they're like (laughs) – they're they're posting videos, and their social media is changed now. They might be Tom Tom, Tom Brady of college football teams. Like, oh, Oh, God. I'm so mad that Tom – I'm so (laughs) mad that Tom Brady's kind of cool. Like, it's it's like – Same. Same. So – but yeah, I, I think you know, it's it's a risk as it is always a risk. But like mm-hmm. we said earlier, sometimes you should hire those younger coaches instead of getting the sixty year old retread. I think Marcus. And you have to give coach. them time. Don't have them. Yeah. Don't have them be there for two years and be like, all right, bro, we're done. Like he has to yeah. be there. He has to set his, himself up. hundred percent. That's what you yeah. catch. That's the uh, different dude. <laughs> but that's the different dude, my man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna be interesting. He's a really I think he's a good coach. Obviously you never know how head coaches transition. Um right. but he's a really good recruiter. Uh so you wanna know what's interesting? What's that? His first game as head coach is the bowl game. Bowl game. Right? The bowl game. Yeah. His second game at head coach against Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, Ohio State plays Notre Dame next year. First game of the season. Oh man, that's gonna low key be annoying because like so you know at a certain, so you know at a certain. Because I was thinking it's either gonna be it's gonna be so hyped that Notre Dame win that game because they're gonna try to do it for Marcus, or it's gonna be really really bad. I don't care either way. I mean, I do care, but it's too far away to care. I was yeah. just saying, you know, at a certain point in the off season when we all get like tired and ready for the season to start, it's gonna be super annoying because all they're gonna talk about is. Ex Ohio State linebacker Marcus Freeman is bringing Notre Dame into Ohio State, and they're gonna mm-hmm. talk about that for like six weeks. And it's like the game's gonna be a good game, whatever. It's gonna be all this stuff, but I don't want to. I don't want to hear that like lull in the season where they just spend six weeks talking about the first games, and all they talk about is ex Ohio State linebacker Marcus Freeman went to Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State wanted Marcus Freeman to be their DC. He's now coaching Notre Dame. Like that's gonna be so annoying. Yeah. Like, At it's least you're genuinely, prepared, yeah, it's genuinely cool, right? Like, for your first game at such a big thing to be like, like, I get it. Like, it, it is a cool story. I'm not trying to say that it's not. It's just going to be annoying because it's the first game and it's all they're going to talk about. So, whatever. But those are two really big games. Um, he could lose both. He could win both. It doesn't matter. But um, like you said, they need to give him some time. They need to let him get his guys in there, let him put his imprint on the program. But it is interesting just kind of wrapping up these two because they tie together. Nobody from Notre Dame left to go with Brian Kelly to LSU. That says a lot about Brian Kelly. Exactly. Because was every almost everybody from uh, from Oklahoma is going to USC? Yeah, yeah, and and not only that because LSU has so much money, he was trying to make both of them the highest paid at their position. I kind of get Mark, uh, Marcus Freeman because everyone thought he was going to be a head coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
he was rumored for the Duke job, even if it wasn't, even if he didn't get the Notre Dame job. But Tommy Reese, their offensive coordinator, is 29. And I'm pretty mm. sure he played. I'm pretty sure he played at Notre Dame, so it's a little bit harder. But like you're 29, and you are going to be the the highest paid offensive coordinator in the country at LSU. That's a pretty heavy pool. And they said, Nah, I'm good. Nah, like he did. He did play for Notre Dame. Yeah, he 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 called Tony Alford, who's Ohio State's running backs coach, tried to get him there. Uh, Tony Alford used to coach at Notre Dame before he went to Ohio State with Brian Kelly. Tony Alford said, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I like Ohio State. So, yeah, um, pretty interesting. I, I, eventually, he's going to fill out the staff because it's LSU. And mm-hmm. people do want to coach at LSU, whether they like Ryan, Brian Kelly or not. And that money is going to talk. It's just interesting that his, the first people he thought to call were like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> you be safe. <laughs> Mail me some gumbo. Um, Mail me some gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's gross, but whatever. Uh, okay, oh, so oh, bruh, that wasn't even a cat. <laughs> um, okay, what are what are the games? What are the jobs? Uh, okay, the other one that's guaranteed. I only mention. I only put this one up here kind of for two reasons. Um, Joe Moorhead to Akron. I put that there because Akron is a crap hole of a program, and we both went to Kent. And Probably Joe Moorhead has at least a slim. Yeah, but just a school, university program, everything, city, everything you want to say. Yeah, but yeah. Joe Moorhead is a, is a solid coach. He's actually a bigger coach than I would imagine them being able to get. So mm-hmm. there's at least a decent chance that he turns them around. Um, it's going to take some time. It, oh, it definitely is. I can't believe he took that job. Me I really either. can't. I know he used to coach at Akron, but I can't believe that he took that job. So I just threw that on there. Um, Brent Pry to Virginia Tech. Uh, Brent Pry, if you don't know, or if our listeners don't know, he is the DC at Penn State. One thing Uh-oh. Penn State, one thing Penn State has never had is a bad defense. Nope. Um, also, Brent Pry has been with James Franklin for like twelve years. He's been I with James Franklin since yeah. He's been with James Franklin since Vanderbilt. Uh, so that has two implications because mm-hmm. it's like. You know, you know, like, yeah, I know that James Franklin knows people. He's been a coach forever. But, like, how well does he know people? How well does he know defensive coordinators, right? Because right. he's had one DC forever. Is he going to be able to go out and get uh, one of those top guys? And maybe he is. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, it's just in the conversation of he's never had to look to hire DCs. He's had to hire offensive coordinators, and he's been good and bad at that. He hasn't been great. So what happens if, again, similar to the Michigan thing, what happens if he hires a bad defensive coordinator and it sets them back? But then yeah. also, they have the number one quarterback recruit coming in. What if he hires an amazing defensive coordinator and it propels their program? So as a Big Ten podcast, that's just something that we're going to have to look out for um, mm-hmm. because the longtime D.C. is now the head coach of Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't know much about him, but from what I've read and the people who've talked about him and different stuff, it seems like he's a really good coach, so maybe he turns Virginia Tech around. But um, I'm happy he's out of the Big Ten because he's a good <laughs> coordinator, and it would be <laughs> nice to not to not have to play him every single year. Um, any any thoughts on that? Um. 
I'm kind of like it's kind of you. I have the opposite feeling. Like he, it'd be nice if he stayed in a big team because, like, again, you were just you were just complaining about how all these coaches need to be fired because they're terrible. And here's the mm-hmm. one probably should could have stayed in the big team. And kept, well, to your point, I wish he was a head coach at one of the Big Ten programs. Fair enough. Like as a DC, get out of here. Get out of here. As an Ohio State <laughs> fan, as, a, as an Ohio State fan, get out of here. But like, uh-huh. come on, you could have you could have had you could have had Brent Pry and your head coach is Scott Frost. <laughs> you, you go never let that go. No, that I'm not. Is, <laughs> that name is gonna not. haunt you, bro. Blocking the back. No. Yeah, I'm not. And I want people listening to understand this is not a joke. If this was a joke, it would no longer be funny. And I'm sure you're all like, is he ever going to let this die? I'm not no. saying this to be funny. This is genuinely how I feel, which is why I'm not going to let it die. If this was He's a joke, I would have stopped two weeks ago because it's even not if, funny. Even it's it's crazy. It, what's going to be worse is like if they do ever fire Scott Frost, Scott Frost is going to get another job, sadly. And it's just going to just be even more like he's going to find a way to work in the fact that Scott Frost shouldn't be a coach anywhere. Yeah, probably. It's the same but way as long I used as to not, about as uh, long... this Titans old uh, coach, Fisher. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher, yeah. No. Should never Jeff, be a head yeah, coach. Yeah. Ever again. <laughs> shouldn't, and Mike McCarthy too, but it was, Let's yeah. just do a different. I can't. I can't. I can't believe Mike McCarthy's a head coach. No, nah, you know what? No, no, my bad, my, bad, my, my bad. No, 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 no. What's his name? Um, who was just the coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Shouldn't have a coaching job anywhere. Oh, 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 and oh! Just oh, got he just got fired by the Giants. Yeah. Um. Oh, and he was there for so long. Oh my he god! So yeah, many people. Because his nickname is Eight Eight. Oh. <laughs> I've lost his name because I just can't stand to think about him. Wow, just, and it's gonna that's gonna that's gonna piss me off. I'm just gonna Google it. Yeah, New York Giants. Doing. What is his name? Terrible, terrible, terrible coach. Jason Garrett. Ah, you just yes. Jason and he immediately, and then hit the worst thing that he did for the Cowboys was coach offense, and he got an offensive coordinator job. Offensive coordinator job. How? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> Explain it to me. Explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense. All right, so let's talk about the jobs that are not announced yet but could be announced by the time you listen to this. Brent Venables, who is the offensive coordinator, at, defensive coordinator, I'm sorry, at Clemson, is being rumored for the Oklahoma job. Personally, and I know that this is not a common thought process. I don't think this is a good hire. No, let me change my mind. It's a good hire in name. It's a good hire because he used to coach at Oklahoma. He was there D.C. They fired him too early. He went to Clemson and is amazing D.C. there. But I'm sorry. And I know this is counterintuitive because I, I just celebrated the Brent Pry thing. But like Brent Pry is going to Virginia Tech. I don't want a 50-year-old head coach. It's freaking Oklahoma. You see all of these other schools stealing Lincoln Riley, stealing mm-hmm. Brian Kelly, all of these big coaches, and you, your coach just got poached. Yeah. You're coming off of two Heisman, multiple first-round picks, playoff appearances, and you're going to hire a 50-year-old first-time head coach? 
I just I, I it's a good hiring name. It makes sense. He he coached at Oklahoma. He coaches one of the best defenses, national championships at Clemson. All that's cool. I don't think he's going to be successful there. Nobody, I mean, there's not a lot of people think that, but me. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. When do they? When do they uh, start in the SEC? Uh, it hasn't been announced yet. Oh, okay. Because they have to. They their contract goes until like 2024, 2025, or something like that. But mm-hmm. everyone thinks it's going to be earlier. They just haven't negotiated because they're mm-hmm. going to have to pay more to get out early. But yeah. most common thought is that it'll be 2023. Okay, so that he'll probably be coaching there for that. So not only is it like he won't be successful, he I, he'll probably be okay and like probably OU successful to start off, and then when they hit the SEC, it's gonna be like oh. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't I don't like it. Um, I think he's done a couple of things with his defense that's not great too. Kind of like really what like stubborn old people do. Yeah, like they, not playing the like best players, not playing the best players because they're young, being too loyal to certain people. Like that James oh. Skowski guy who's literally like a walking targeting charge. The <laughs> fact that he's <laughs> the, the fact that like it it's like the fact that he like he he literally thinks and looks like a linebacker, like he's a linebacker from the nineteen freaking fifties. He gets yeah. a targeting in every big game he ever plays. And he's still starting for you, like I can't think of his name, but there's safety who's not good. Um, he's still playing. It's just like he's just he's an old he's an old coach who's stuck in his ways. And I'm sorry, after Dabo, I'm not hiring anyone from Clemson because no. Clemson is the epitome of stuck in your ways. Which is, and granted, yeah, it's nine and three, whatever. But this is why they weren't good this year, and this is why they might not be good next year because they don't like Clemson. Dabo Sweeney literally still won't go into the transfer portal. As bad as this season was by Clemson standards, he won't even commit to going to the, to the transfer portal. He's too old school. And maybe maybe this guy thinks differently. That's not but surprising how, at all. How can, you, how can you think differently when you've been with him for so long and you've turned down all these jobs? You probably either adopted that philosophy or you well, believe in it too. He could have been just waiting for the, the perfect job, and I guess the OU was the perfect job for him. I, and I get that kind of, yeah. but I don't want a fifty-year-old. For I don't want a fifty-year-old, especially in this year, especially in this day and age, yeah. where like not you know not kids a, kids have more freedom to. Like you already had the freedom of school yeah. that you want to choose, but now you definitely. Dabo have a lot said he was going to. Dabo said he, he was going to retire because of well, NIL. That man's a liar. Obviously, he, that man's a liar. So he, I mean, he is. But my thing is this: you work with people. And you work with people pretty closely because of what you do. Like, you don't have a million people in your office. But there's even less on a football staff. And they've been together for five, six, seven, eight, ten years, whatever. If you really, really disagreed with someone, you couldn't work with them. You couldn't work 16-hour days with them when you have other opportunities. Especially when you have opportunities to be the head guy. So, for me, I'm not hiring anyone. So for me, I'm not hiring anyone from Clemson <clears throat> because I believe they think just like Dabo. And Dabo's a good head coach, but I don't want Dabo at Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm against it. 
I think if he would have been the head coach now, if he would have been the head coach in Nebraska, I think it'd be cool. If he was the head coach at Iowa, fine. Like some of these, but like Oklahoma should be one of the top programs. I don't want Brent. They were and they were struggling to get a coach, weren't they? Like I thought Oklahoma would get their replacement pretty quickly. It took longer than I, I expected. Did too. I did too. So we'll see. But if that's the case, I get it why they did it. And I think it's a good coach, hiring coach on, on paper. I don't think it's going to be successful. Um, and so the last one to talk about, this is another one that's rumored. Uh, Mario Cristobal leaving Oregon to go to Miami. Um, this one, if it's going to happen, will happen by the time you hear it. Um, yeah. Supposedly to all the reports, they're just finally doing some final details. This, that, and the third. But Miami woke up and finally decided to care about football. They are supposed to the whole season. Yeah, it took it, no, it took like ten years. <laughs> uh, they're supposedly poaching Clemson's athletic director. Um, wow, and, Clemson losing a yeah. lot there, huh? Yeah, well, especially because their OC is rumored for for jobs too. But wow, that's oh, wow. he he's not he's not rumored enough for there to be like a name to it, which is why I didn't right. talk about it. It's similar to like the Mike McDonald thing. Like people say he may get a job, but he may not. Whereas right. like everyone's saying Brent Venables is getting OU. But yeah, Clemson's AD is the leading candidate for the Miami job. And Mario Cristobal is the leading candidate for Miami's head coaching job. And I don't get why he's leaving. But sometimes that pull to go home is just really strong for people. He won two national championships as a player for Miami. He's from Miami. And he's probably been waiting for that. He's probably been waiting for that to come up again. Basically, and supposedly when they hired their most recent coach, a lot of people wanted them to hire Mario Cristobal, but -hmm. they weren't committed to football yet, and they didn't want to pay for him. Oh, yeah. So he could have been their head coach three years ago and had them in the playoffs, but they went and got Manny Diaz instead and just promoted him from their staff, basically, um, while Mario Cristobal was building a, a good a good team at Oregon. So theoretically, I get why he's leaving, because he's won two national championships from there. He's there. His family's there. I'm pretty sure his brother works on the staff somewhere. Not as a coach. It's but a bigger. In te- set, technically, it's a bigger name. While Oregon yeah. has been more successful, Miami's the bigger school. It's the better. It's the better yeah. name school. So, I just don't know if I would. I just don't know if I would trust them to fully commit when they haven't for so long. And it's just really hard to leave a good thing yeah. to go there. But I mean, Lincoln Riley did it at USC, so it's just it's the trend that's happening. Yeah. Um, Again, and it and might he, be the bag. You know, I want to yeah. go home, and they pay me a little more. It could be that. that that's true. They're, they're, the rumors are that he, it's an $8 million a year contract. Okay. For however many years. That's, that's more that's, than what he makes now. Yeah, that's really good. $8 million. That's the bag. Yeah, that's Man. the bag. So, any any thoughts on that? Do you think do you think it's a good thing? The more the more it'll probably, be a question, good, it, it'll probably end up being a good thing. Do you think he can turn Miami around? I do, I do. He, he's a good coach for Oregon, and I think because you're home and it's a it's a name that's uh, that is associated with Miami, so you could do a little better recruiting, keep being Florida players from going to other Florida schools. So, it, so that might work. So I think they can. I think he can. Will he? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I do think he can. I think it'll. I think it looks. 
it looks good on paper. Okay. So next question. What is turning them around to you? Do you think eventually and I'm what they, what, what so years, what the expectation was this year, but actually meeting it? What was their expectation this year? They were expected to stay ranked <laughs> at the very least. Because they they started off ranked. They started off yeah, I know. They started off ranked and they started off high. I think it was like high twenty, like like high teens, Michigan, low teens. And then Michigan State waxed that ass. Ooh. Ooh. Um and then they just went okay. on a ski it after that. So Let's say four or five years in the future, right? Because I do think competing. it's going to take some time. Because you're that name. They you should be a, competing with Clemson and knocking them out. Uh, da, 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 stuff like that. You should be playing so, for your SEC championship game, maybe competing for the playoffs. It's ACC, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you basically answered my question. Because I was going to ask you the same question I had about Jim Harbaugh. We talked about that. In a five-year span... How many times should they make the playoffs in a twelve-team thing? Like, not not how many times should they? And your definition of turning around five years. From he does now what he's supposed to do in that whole five-year span. And it once so we're starting five years from now. We're saying he oh. never leaves. So we give him three to five years to get the turnaround around. They're at the best that they can be under him. What do you think that expectation? Being is? in the playoffs, the next five years. You should Every be as good year, as Clemson. Two out of three, two out of five. Like so you, you should think- be as you should you should have the same name recognition and same have the same have the same expectations of what Clemson has. Do you think he can do that? I think so, because I think the okay. ACC is open enough for that to happen. I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you. Uh, and maybe it doesn't take the five years. I don't know. They have a pretty good quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke. They yep. have some. They have some things. Going he needs on to down stay there. healthy. Yeah. Yep. He needs to stay healthy. They have some. They have some good. Um, they have some 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 good players. Obviously, in the state of Florida, he's a good recruiter. We'll see who he brings from his staff. Do you know the the most interesting thing about this though? Mm-hmm. The most interesting thing about this is. Miami, if they're going to be good, they're going to be built like Oregon, and they're going to be good in the trenches and on defense and not the flashy Miami that we're used to. And that's going to be hilarious. And and that's probably what they need. That's what Miami needs. They need speed. They they need speed and aggression. More, I go more towards aggression, but they they definitely need to be more aggressive, especially on the defensive side. 100%. Um, So we have a a couple of things that we're not going to get to just because I don't want the show to last forever. We're already at an hour and 45 minutes. But we have multiple shows in the offseason to fill up. So we'll kind of get to those. Um, A little bit about early signing day, the transfer portal, that kind of stuff. But we are going to go ahead to our pit stops. As always, when you're traveling I-70, you're going on a long road trip like we do through the Big Ten. Your pit stops, when you pull over, you get some food, you switch drivers, you go to the rest stop, use the, the dirty bathroom. You're looking for a you're looking for a you're looking for a sheets or a McDonald's or something where you know that they have a cleaning schedule and not that one hole in the wall place where there's probably crap on the walls. Um, I don't. That just took a weird turn, but this is our, this is this is our pit stop. <laughs> this is this is our pit stop. So um, I'm gonna go first, uh, and then we'll we'll let Dante finish this out. Uh, my pin stop is on brand. It's about Kent State. Unfortunately, Kent State lost. Uh, I did go to the game. Um, 
if you ever have a chance to go to Ford Field, Dante, you should go. Really? It's pretty it's pretty interesting. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just like I've never been in a dome stadium before. I'm not sure if you have. I've never been in a dome football stadium. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um it was a, So it was wait, a you've never been to an Indianapolis game? No. I've been mm-hmm. I meant I wanted to go this year. Well, Same. okay, so before I was too broke. And then right. last year I was going to go the pandemic. I was going to go this year, but with still the pandemic and getting engaged and stuff, it just didn't work out. Right. Um, I am 100% going next year, though. Do we play y'all next year? Uh, I don't know. I might have to look up the schedule. Hopefully we play y'all there because I'll go to that one. Yeah. We play – like every time we've played y'all recently, it's been in Pittsburgh. So I have no hopes that we – play y'all and we play in Lucas Oil. <laughs> but yeah, so uh it's interesting. Ford Field's pretty nice, mm-hmm. uh domed. And it's you know not super far. So yeah, um, obviously nice. Lucas Oil is better though. So if you want to come to a coach game with me, that's a different experience, but still. Yeah. But I, um, I, I, a Detroit game is probably more uh cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheaper. A lot cheaper, probably yeah. can afford to go to those games, especially since they can't <laughs> win a game. So, like, uh, a hundred percent. Um, uh, so yeah, but Kent State unfortunately lost 41 23. It, it looked like it was one of those, it looked like it was one of those like kind of bright lights thing, but also like give Northern Illinois credit. They spent half, they, they literally did the Michigan game plan. Yep. They, <clears throat> they said, Your offense is too explosive. <clears throat> Excuse me. They said, your offense is too explosive, so we're just going to run the ball. We're going to play time management. We're going to go on long drives, and you're not going to get the ball. And that's what they did. There was literally multiple times in the game where they didn't have a wide receiver in the game. All tight ends and fullbacks. Wow. All tight ends and fullbacks, and they just ran the ball. And And I'm not even talking about the goal line. I'm talking about on, like, the 25-yard line. And Their you tell, like, uh, Kent line. State couldn't get a rhythm going because they couldn't be on the field. They're kept off the field yeah. for so long. They couldn't even get their offense yeah. going. Yep. And, was, and it Dustin, was sad to see. It was sad. It was. And Dustin Crum is a good quarterback, but he had a bad game. He uh-huh. missed at least three touchdowns. Overthrew mm-hmm. two of them, underthrew one of them. And it's just like – that would have made the game a little bit closer. Like the explosiveness was there. It's just they normally hit on those plays, and this time they didn't. And yeah. they, they couldn't do anything else. So, but it's still a good season. They made it to the they they won the match. Won our bowl game. For the first That's time. all that is. And we get to play Wyoming in the Idaho Potato Bowl, which just sounds gross. Uh, it but it's still a bowl real game. Mediocre, but yeah, it is a bowl game. <laughs> so, it's all made up. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that we can beat Wyoming and uh, shout out I to Kent too. State for is that Mac versus Mac? Season. No, Wyoming mm-hmm. is the Mac of the West Coast. Okay, okay, one of those. I don't. I'm not even going to pretend to know which conference it is, but it's Probably the Mac like of like the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, I'm not even going to try to tell you. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Mountain West, I think it is. Oh, okay, that yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we yeah. should win that game. I think I think we can do it. So I as long as the can. offense shows up. Yeah. But yeah, shout out shout out to Kent, and it was really dope. Like you know, because not only did they win, but you know they all do the first team all Mac that kind of stuff. It was really dope seeing Kent State winning Mac awards, seeing Kent State having players on first, second, and, and honorable mention. Like it's a good team, good players for the first time in a long time. So right. I just wanted I to highlight that. I believe. 
Yeah, probably. I just wanted to highlight that. Shout out to Kent. And hopefully the coach stays for a while, but some people are rumoring him for the Colorado job. And if you can turn around Kent State, you can turn around anything. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's my pit stop. Shout out to Kent. And wish them good luck in the bowl game and can't wait for next season. Uh, hopefully we can do it again. So let's go to your terrible. Your pit stop <laughs> is the, your pit stop is that poop stained bathroom. It's like the one like you really oh, gotta use it. You're like, you walk in, there's toilet paper all over the place. They obviously missed. There's pee on the and wall. The, and the like, reason why he's saying this is because like he knows what I'm about to say because it's he, <laughs> all year round, all year round. He kept saying. Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Georgia's going to beat them. They're going to beat them. It's probably going to be a blowout. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat them. Okay. And come to come find out the game starts. Game comes on. Roll Tide. I'm not going to say it like Stephen A. Smith because it's probably going to hurt my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that high. But I, I told you. I told you they could be a good – and this happens all the time with Georgia. They could be a good school all they want. They're Michigan. At least this, but this time <laughs> yeah. they weren't Michigan. <laughs> this, this, yeah, I, I they could be good all they want. They, they, as soon as they go up against Batman, mediocre. Yeah, I, I, I'm done putting my faith in Georgia. I'm done. I'm, I, and you, I'm, now, now if they beat Michigan and have to, and, and, and Alabama beat Cincy and they meet in the championship game, blowout. No, you should have faith in that game. No. Blow out. No. All right. All right. Kirby, Kirby Smart loses big games, and that's a bigger game. It is a bigger <laughs> game. <laughs> no. Blow out. And you know what? Yeah, you're right. Because then you're going to really see the coaching of Nick Saban. Like, I'm not, I yeah, bro. You're really going to get beat this time. <laughs> I would have I had more faith if they stopped being soft and put them at 1-4 like they were supposed to, and they mm-hmm. played the first game. The, the the semifinal game, was I would have had slightly, yeah. I would have had slightly more faith, but now the championship, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> just just call, just give the chance. If Alabama gets to the championship, wow, game, this is really all Michigan and, uh, and, and Georgia is the uh, the game of two coaches who lose big games. Oh God! Wow, it's Michigan versus Michigan or Georgia versus Georgia right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the the oh oh no! And, and, and it's crazy because Jim is trailing upward. So. <laughs> it's it's the game of coaches who had their one good year, mm-hmm. like they're like the like that. It's just really one good is trailing, one, one's trailing upward, and the other one just started trailing downward. Just started. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to preview that game. Yeah, um, but do. You, do you have any more gloating to do? Oh, no, man, that's it. It's just I'm trying to tell you. I tried to tell you. Okay. It's the same thing you were trying to tell me about Michigan. It's just you were wrong yeah. both times this, this year. <laughs> I've, I've been wrong a lot. <laughs> look, at <my> pen, <laughs> look at my pen tweet on Twitter. <laughs> um. Okay, so just to wrap up, a couple reminders. First of all, we're not going away in the off season. I mean, maybe there's a maybe we don't do weekly, or maybe we slow. We're, no, we're probably gonna do weekly. Let's be honest. But maybe <laughs> we take a couple. Maybe we take a couple of weeks off here or there randomly between yeah. personal things and whatever, because there's not always gonna be a lot to talk about. But we are still gonna be here in the off season, especially up and through January, um, because we'll have recruiting bowl games, national championship, coaching changes, hirings, firings, all of that stuff to talk about. 
Uh, I New wouldn't New think Year's you all personally. New Year's Day games. I hope we do. We have to record that day. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to switch that up. We can't record on the day of the game. We'll probably record the day after. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. You're right. You're, never mind. Sunday's the second. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. we're good. So we'll yeah, be good. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna so, be really um, hungover. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no. Seriously though, uh, thank you all for. I mean, we're not going anywhere, but the season's over. Thank you for sticking with us through the season. This was just a random idea I had, and I had another podcast, and Dante was on all the time. It was like, you know what? I think it'd be cool to podcast together more consistently. You want to talk about the Big Ten? Land Grant Holy Land was like, sure, you can do it if you want to. And you all listen. So we're not going nowhere, but definitely at the end of the season, want to appreciate you all for sticking with us. Um, with that, it is going to be the off season. So there's not always going to be as many things to talk about. So if there's anything specific you want us to talk about, any questions, anything like that, hit us up on Twitter, DM us, whatever. We can definitely, uh, you know, do that kind of stuff to show a little bit of appreciation. Um, we are going to redo our tiers. Um, we'll, we'll do it twice. We're going to redo them starting in January after the national championship game. And that's just going to be the tiers of the season. We're going to rank them by what actually happened. And then obviously beginning of August, we'll rank them for what we think is going to happen again. Um, But next week, definitely listen, because next week we are going to do our win-loss for our season predictions. We're going to actually tally it up and do an in-depth breakdown. Not as in-depth as the tiers, but an in-depth breakdown of like our win-losses, who won, Am I going to have to wear the Michigan jersey? Is Dante going to have to wear the Clemson jersey? Um, oh, what are we doing? Man. Yeah, so we will we will finalize that uh, next week. But any any final words for you, Dante? No, nah, man. It's just been real fun. It, the season went by fast. I, that, yeah, that too be, fast. It, it, it flew by, but I had a lot of fun doing this, and I'm glad everybody uh, – I'm glad Landgrant let me – uh, join in on this and happy everybody was listening and having fun with us 100 percent. so as always thank you for traveling i-70 with us this week if you enjoy this episode leave us a five-star review and mention dante and i you can find me on twitter at jordan w330 uh dante where can they find you dante m10216 and I have been tweeting up a storm. Dante's been tweeting. There's a lot of stuff going on. So if you want to have some conversation about all the crazy stuff going on, definitely hit us up. Uh, and thanks for listening.